Welcome back to Mini TV Reviews. I am your host, Mo, and today we are discussing American Horror Story, y'all. The Delicate Season. Yes, y'all. Season 12, Episode 2, titled Rockabye. Rockabye, baby. <laughs> Ooh, that was on the Lloyd Banks song. Okay, y'all, I'm already going off on tangents. It's going to be a long episode. I'm just playing. I hope everybody's day is going well thus far we are at hot day almost there y'all okay to the weekend like i said i hope it's going good for you <sighs> y'all i ain't gonna lie <laughs> i don't know how i slept last night but my neck slash upper back is not having it today y'all okay <laughs> but we gonna get through it <laughs> Alright, so we're going to get into the synopsis for this one and then we're going to get right into the episode, okay? So the synopsis for this one is it's award season and Anna is primed to be a major player who will be in contention. After a frightening encounter convinces her that she's being followed, she begins to question who she can trust. Which honestly, she should have been questioning that since the first episode, but okay girl. So honestly at this point well we'll get to that so the episode starts off right where we left off with the last one and that is her and you know her calling 911 so the police arrive and they're questioning her about everything that happened and they're also questioning her husband who they <laughs> incorrectly assumed is Mr. Alcott and he was like no it's actually Mr. Harding but uh, that's what happens when you're married to a famous woman okay you took on her last night <laughs> so anyway um they're questioning him and her about what happened and so he says that it was 11 o'clock at night and he was reading a book his wife was asleep and he heard the dog start to whine right so he got up he realized that he hadn't fed the dog apparently they had had a really long day and so, guess what he decided to do at 11 o'clock, okay? He went to go get some dog food because they were out. Mm, Y'all ain't got nothing in the fridge to scrap until in the morning, but okay. So, he decided to go out. They end up looking at the cameras, and yeah, he was the only one that left out. It was the only one that came back in besides the police. Now, he did have on, like, one of her little pink scullies because he couldn't find his hat, which... I'm like, okay, do you only own one hat? But again, okay. So after, you know, they talk to him about what happened with him and where he was, they start asking her, hey, so do you know of anybody that may be upset with you? No, she hasn't done anything to anybody. Um, okay, are you sure that nobody wants to prank you? You know, and she was like, no okay this is a sick joke well why did they ask her that part in particular because their dog never barked and usually dogs bark at intruders people that they don't know to let their owners know that somebody is here okay and uh, they scent is not familiar to me so the dog never barked so they assume that it's somebody that she knows right which makes sense and so then they ask her lastly we noticed that, um, you know, you taking the progesterones and all of that. And then they mentioned how the embryo uh, picture was torn up and 
she was like oh yeah you know can you please not mention this to anybody outside of the investigation trust me it's gonna remain strictly confidential but are you sure that the medications may just not have some bad side effects for you and he was like look my wife ain't making this up all right and so they go on to tell her you know as soon as we get done taking pictures with everything as far as your hands and the lipstick goes um then you can clean up she doesn't remember how the lipstick got everywhere she says that it was all a blur so then she goes out and she's getting ready to go into the office to see siobhan and she notices the lady in all black with the red accents again okay so she notices her out, out her peripheral but when she turns over there she actually sees a dad and a baby with some black glasses on with the <laughs> with the red accents and a red lollipop or something like that weird right with the sunglasses but okay so she gets to the office and there's this surprise party or surprise for her because she's been nominated for a gotham and the look on her face siobhan was not pleased with it and so she was like hey so time out okay after we take the selfie me and you need to have a one-on-one -on -one. so she goes in there and siobhan basically like tries to get her into shape okay mentally look do you want this or not because if you don't i can give you an application to fill out to go work at costco's but this look that you constantly be having on your face when somebody is trying to talk to you or you know whatever for you just makes it seem like this is not where you want to be okay this is not what you love to do and so she basically tell her to shape up or ship out and so she was like you know i'm so sorry um i've just been going through a lot i got this stalker thing because siobhan had mentioned that since she's got this gotham nominee thanks to Derek and some of the other staff's numerous blowjobs that they had had to give to even put her into consideration y'all when Siobhan said Derek's job may never recover when I tell y'all I hollered I hollered y'all I had to pause it <laughs> I was laughing so hard y'all so she, <laughs> I'm sorry y'all <laughs> so anyway she tells her that she's sorry you know she's been having all of this stuff happening with the stalker situation and so she really doesn't want to get on instagram at this point to make it worse but siobhan is like you gonna do what you gotta do okay we are basically campaigning for the next couple of months to make sure that you are on the road to winning an oscar okay and it starts with the gothams then you got the boftas and the the other the emmys and all, all these other award shows um, that we want you to win nominations for and possibly actually win the award for it so you need to get your shit together and so she ends up pulling out like these valves with like red liquid in them she says that there be 12s now mind you y'all these ain't got no labels on them okay this look like some real thin blood okay that's all i'm gonna say um it, it's not as viscous as blood is but it's, it's a red liquid okay and so she was like well what are these these are b12s you gonna need these and so she was like are you sure that this won't harm what i'm trying to do with the you know the ivf stuff and she was like girl would i ever do anything to hurt you do you want me to answer that truthfully or do you want me to lie to you right now but 
she never says anything instead she actually just takes one of the valves pops the lid off of it and swigs it down real quick and there's plenty more where that came from and the look on Siobhan's face I feel like I don't know y'all I feel like Siobhan was maybe somebody that she could trust but honestly I don't think so anymore but we just gonna have to see how everything play out but right now <laughs> right now I'm side-eyeing the hell out of Siobhan too so Anna is starting to vomit already and um she's got questions is she pregnant is she not so she calls the doctor and when she calls them the receptionist picks up and she's like oh hey Anna girl how did you know it was me because we talked yesterday and by the way did you get that stalker thing situated girl you know way too much about Anna's situation now according to the receptionist her and Anna talked the day previously and Anna had spilled the beans about everything that was going on like with the stalker and the whole mirror thing and uh, that they had broke into her house and so then she starts asking about Mrs. Uh, Preacher, and she was like, oh, girl, honey, she is just an old hag, okay? Don't be worried about her. I honestly don't think that she has the mental capacity to be the one that's responsible for your break-in and all of that. Just don't pay her, never mind. So Anna ends up asking, can she speak to the doctor? And you could hear him in the background talking about, no, 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 no. Like, he don't want to talk to her, right? He would prefer to probably talk to uh, her husband, okay? And so the receptionist was like, hold on just a second. And he was like, <laughs> he didn't want to talk to her, y'all. So he confirms that she probably is pregnant. But to just be sure for a more accurate result, so just hold off on taking a pregnancy test for 14 days well three days down already so she's got 11 more days to go okay so she's at the house and she's cooking something and she's looking at all of these blogs and somebody has made another blog about her and they called it uh like the witches of the new world or something like that something weird right definitely like a conspiracy theory page um not saying that some of those pages don't have any type of validity to them but some of them are really outlandish right so anyway She's on there, and the picture that they posted was the picture of her at the fertility clinic. And so, just as she's looking at this, her husband, Dex, sneaks up on her. And, you know, he tries to grab her stomach, and she takes whatever she's got in her hand and, like, bops him in the, the side of the head with it, causing him to bleed. And so, she apologizes, and she's just so all up in arms lately, you know, just really anxious and nervous about everything that's been happening. And so, he says, that's okay. Um, she says she's going to go get some Neosporin to clean it up. And so he ends up giving her a pregnancy test to take with her, right? And so literally, it seems like when she was having this conversation with the doctor, it might have been later on that day that she was in the kitchen cooking. But no, okay? When he hands her the pregnancy test, she was just like, oh, you know, we have to wait till two weeks to take the test. And so he was like, babe. And he shows her the calendar, right? It's been two weeks, y'all where did the rest of the days go to that's all i'm asking so she goes to the bathroom she gets him cleaned up they take the test and she's positive she's pregnant y'all congratulations on the new bundle of joy right so they're celebrating they're in bliss right now they're going to be parents and um he gets a phone call and it's from sonia 
And so she was like, why is she calling you? And he says that they're supposed to be doing some type of pop-up art gallery together. And so he goes to go take the phone call. So then, um, so and Anna ends up going to Siobhan's office to relay the good news for her. She's pregnant, y'all. She finally did it, okay? And so Siobhan was like, oh my gosh, this is such great news. Girl, I'm already thinking Catherine Zeta-Jones when she walked the red carpet when she was pregnant, okay? That is you all over. We are going to kill it. This is a definite plus, okay? So she ends up telling her that she got this hookup at this boutique that's like real hard to get items from and um she pulls out this dress y'all and so when she pulls out this dress and it was like girl that looked like the one that madonna wore to the oscars in the 90s and she was like girl it don't look like it because it is it's the exact one and so she's like oh my god oh my god do i need to pray over this or something before i put this on no girl just don't rip it and I thought that this was so funny. Now, I'm not sure if Kim thought this was funny as she was reading this whole scene out. But y'all remember when she had that whole thing with the Marilyn Monroe dress. Okay, so I was like, damn, Ryan, y'all taking stabs at Kim? <laughs> didn't she rip Marilyn Monroe's dress? And then, like, some of the stuff come off and so they were, like, super pissed at her about it? Anyway, she was like, girl, just don't rip it. So she puts it on, and as they go into the room, because she was like, girl, you have to see this, okay? When they go in the room, she was like, girl, why didn't you get this stuff off your mirror? And Anna was like, I tried, but it just wouldn't come off. And in my head, I'm thinking, don't you have the money to just get you a new mirror? Y'all ain't got the money to get, like, some super powerful Windex or something to, like, wipe this off? Just get you a whole different mirror. It ain't like you ain't got the money. So... They start singing, I'm sure, a song from the movie that Madonna played in. Y'all, please don't kill me, okay? I just, I don't know, okay? I, I'm not a real fan of Madonna's like that, okay? I, I wasn't, I was born in when she was still popular, but she wasn't my main era. Let's just put it like that. I'm a 90s baby. So, they start singing a song from the movie that she played in, and it's talking about how she's always going to get her man and they turn their head one way and whip it back to the other side just like that quick because that's the way the song ends, right? So as they're whipping their head back towards the mirror, y'all, why the mirror break? The mirror broke like somebody threw something at it and it broke and shattered into a hundred pieces. Yeah, no. And all the while, this is still saying, Anna, don't do it, Anna. Somebody is out to get her, y'all. I'm convinced. So Anna is on the red carpet at the Gotham Awards. And Paparazzi is taking pictures of her. And she runs into a fellow nominee for her category. Her name is Babette. And Babette is, I guess, in a, she's in her teens, late teens, early 20s, maybe. Um, and so Babette comes over and she definitely fangirls out on her and she says you know if it wasn't for summer days I wouldn't be here and then <laughs> y'all know Anna's already feeling very insecure about her being an older actress or at least that's what she considers to be uh older right so when she hears Babette say this 
paparazzi tells them to get together so they can take a picture and then one of them makes the comment about it being um the two generations the clash of the two generations and i'm like really you guys <laughs> you guys are so ageist right now i wish you guys would say this to somebody else okay y'all better be glad this is a show because if this was in real life somebody would have hauled off and popped y'all <laughs> so anyway that definitely adds to how Anna is already feeling insecure about how old she is in this type of, uh, you know, realm. So she takes pictures with her. Babette wishes her good luck and they go on in. So she goes in, they're sitting down and the guy who is the director, I'm assuming for auteur is talking to her and just basically trying to check up on her and see how she's doing. But honey, he obviously did not read the room because the questions that he was asking were making her very uncomfortable and Siobhan pissed, okay? So he starts asking her about the stalker thing and how she's doing with that. And then he also mentioned something. Um, what else did he say? He said something about the stalker and then the, he started to mention the Andy Cohen thing. And so Dex ends up asking Siobhan, did she mention anything to him about this? Like, how does he even know all of this stuff? And she was like, I definitely don't know this asshole. Okay, that's what she called him. And then she got on to him about how he had made the comment how Anna keeps getting hotter and hotter, regardless of, you know, her being older or her aging progressively. And Siobhan was like, so you're just going to trivialize the the category of work that she has done thus far. Okay. And you're going to just say how well she's been doing based off of her looks like that doesn't even make sense so Shabon was going off she didn't have time for dude so like I said he didn't read the room Anna was getting very uncomfortable she ends up excusing herself to go to the restroom and when she does um you know she's in there she's looking at herself in the mirror there, there's this uh zit or a bump on her face that she has been obsessing with over the last couple of days it has started to rear its ugly head again, literally. And so she was trying to like put some concealer on it. Well, when she did, some skin, like some dead skin came off. And so, you know, she's fixing herself in the mirror and then another woman comes in and it's just sort of kind of out of the blue. Like she's fangirling out over her. She's an older lady, probably older than Anna, I'm sure. And, you know, she's going on and on about how much she loves her work and this, that, and the third. And she goes to shake Anna's hand and she's like, you know, I wish <laughs> that I could say that it was because she had washed her hands. But she said something about her being like really sweaty, which I thought was gross. Why would you say that? She goes on to say how she always says the wrong things. And um, she says something else that was really weird to Anna. So Anna starts getting uncomfortable um she goes to go throw up again so as she's going into the stall she didn't lock the stall she left it open so when she came in uh when she went in the stall old girl came like right up behind her and was like trying to hold her hair so i was like mm, this is weird you're in my bubble yeah i think i i'm glad that you're trying to be super supportive but this is not the time girl i don't want you touching me but not only did she do that, y'all, she had the audacity to grab Anna's stomach and kind of like hold it. And so in my head, I'm like, oh, hell no. Nah. 
in Anna's head, she was like, oh, F no. And she said, get your hands off my baby. And y'all, she turned around and bopped old girl upside the head like she did Dex. And this had even worse consequences because when she bopped old girl upside the head, old girl fell back and she hit her, she hit her head on the counter and she fell to the floor. So Anna comes out, she's looking at the damage that's been done and she's like freaking out and she's like, oh my God, you know, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So you just going to leave old girl leaking on the floor like this? She's bleeding out and I'm sure she's going to be dead soon if she's not already. So she goes out and they're finna get oh the guy starts knocking on the door security and he's telling her that they're finna get ready to announce her category and so she's like don't come in don't come in and so she goes out and when she goes out of course they run through the nominees she's the one that actually wins the award she goes up there to accept it and as soon as she gets up there y'all she starts freaking out okay she's starting to see people in the crowd mrs preacher with the devil horns and like the blood coming out her mouth and then also um the lady that she just killed whether it be accident she purposefully left old girl in the bathroom on the floor so the lady that she just killed is she's hallucinating and seeing her in the crowd and she's like you know don't go in there don't go in there and so anna starts screaming that and y'all all of a sudden she starts up chucking all of this uh it's like this dark i don't know what y'all call it it's like a dark placenta almost y'all and i'm sure that it's not dark in real life what the audience sees but they can definitely tell that she's dry heaving or gagging and then all of a sudden she collapses to the floor <laughs> This is not going to be good for Shabon to try to do crisis management with. Anna finally comes to and she wakes up and she's got the paramedic all up in her face. Dex is all up in her face trying to check on her and see how she's doing. So she's asking Dex, did they find anything in the bathroom? Is the baby okay? Like what's happening? And she said, yes. He said, yes, that the paramedics had ran tests. The baby is fine. They didn't find a lady in the bathroom. So what are you what are you talking about? Really? Anna, please stop taking those drugs, like right now. <laughs> so she keeps thinking that there's somebody in the bathroom. She's saying that she's okay. The EMT is like, ma'am, you are being so non-compliant right now. You're being so wild and rambunctious. I need you to calm down. And she's like, What are you talking about? Like, I don't want any type of uh anxiety medicine i don't want any of that stuff so sedative and so she's refusing clearly refusing this medication he keeps saying how wild and rambunctious she's being how combative she's being but she's not she's just telling him that she doesn't want a sedative that she is fine and it just brings me back to a place of how oftentimes we as women <laughs> More particularly, uh, well, us as women in general, but more particularly black women will go um, to the doctor and express, you know, that we have concerns about a particular pain or, you know, that that something is wrong. We know it is something wrong. We feel that it is something wrong. And because we are women, okay, we are expected to take on this pain and not complain. 
or not bring it to anybody's attention, right? So when we say that we're fine or something is wrong, nobody wants to listen to us. So she's like, no, 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 I'm fine. He gives her the damn sedative anyway. And she passes back out, right? So when she comes back to, Siobhan is in the bed with her and she's singing a lullaby to her, rockabye baby, which I thought was really weird. She's a grown ass woman. Why are we singing this? And if you're going to sing it, sing it to my belly. Maybe the baby can hear you, even though the baby is not that far along. But sing it to my belly. Don't be singing it to me, girl. Okay, it's weird. So anyway, she wakes up and she's asking Siobhan how everything is going to be. She's blew her chances at the Oscars, this, that, and the third. And she's like, no, girl, okay, we are going to Hail Mary this thing. We are going to Olivia Wilde this thing and gaslight people when they try to bring it to our attention what has happened. And then if they don't, then we just ignore it until it blows over. Usually everything will blow over in a week or two. It's fine. It'll be okay. And so she's saying all of this to her. Um, and then what happened? Hold on, y'all, because I forgot that quick. So Shabon gives her clearance to just go rest and be, okay? I thought that it would be too much for her anyway. Remember, she's supposed to be avoiding stress at all costs. However, with this recent movie and all the publicity, it's way more stressful than she needs to be taking on right now, especially when we're trying to bring this baby to a safe spot in the pregnancy. Like, go rest. So they end up going to um, a house that's like in the Hamptons, and this is Talia and Theo's old spot, and Theo doesn't like it anymore. So Talia is letting them like stay there for a little bit until everything dies down. So on the way out there, she mentions how she didn't think that his mom was this close. Apparently, she's not too far away from their house. And when they get out there, Talia mentions that um, there is going to be a security guard on standby. His name is Kamal. Okay, he's very handsome. Very handsome. Um, <laughs> and so later on, she ends up asking him to dinner, and he refuses, right? politely refuses but refuses nonetheless the ambiance is so nice in this house like everything's dimly lit the candles got they're burning on the table y'all dinner is so nice between hannah and dex and so he's making fun about how they're not sure if this place is bugged and um he had mentioned she mentioned the irony in the fact that they ran away to go hide and let things die down but they're literally staying in a glass house well you know what they say about glass houses right you can't throw stones if you live in one right so um he ends up she ends up asking about how talia is allowing them to stay there and he says well you know she's got a little bit of money or she's got a lot of bit of money actually um and she's doing a favor for a friend wouldn't you do the same and so she gets up and says that she needs a sharper knife because they're eating some type of steak, I think, or some, some tougher meat that needs a little bit of cutting. And so she goes into the kitchen. She looks where the cutlery is, and she sees this old picture of Dex um, and his former wife and Italian and Theo. And so she looks at it for a second. Dex is checking on her to make sure she's okay. And then she puts it back under the cutlery and she goes on about her business. So 
she's just definitely feeling away. I I don't like this whole pregnancy thing. I just don't get good vibes from it. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen to Anna, but I just I feel like everybody is against her, even Siobhan at this point. Anna wakes up in the middle of the night. As always, when these weird things are happening, Dax is sleeping. So she wakes up in the middle of the night because she hears some whispers, right? It sounds like a woman whispering, chanting, something. Somebody else is in the house besides those three. So she goes and starts looking around the house, and she finally gets to the basement. And Kamal creeps up on her and was just like, hey, Mrs. Alcott. You know, everything okay? And she said, no, I, I've been hearing some noises. And he says, well, there aren't any cameras down in the basement, so why don't we go have a look? And in my head, I'm thinking, sir, I'm pregnant. Your security ain't no we. You finna go down there and <laughs> you go go down to the basement and look, not we. <laughs> but she goes anyway, right? It couldn't have been me. It wouldn't have been me. So... She goes down there. She doesn't hear anything. They don't see anything. And the next thing we know, she's in um, she's in her maternity yoga class. Y'all, I always wanted to do that when I was pregnant. I just, They didn't have any available in my area. It's cool, right? So she's doing the yoga thing, and she's going to get ready to do, like, child's pose, which I thought was insane, right? So she's going to get ready to look like she's going to get ready to do child's pose, and... When she goes down to, like, spread her hips a little bit, she feels a pain. And so she comes right back up, right? And so the lady ends up giving her this little thing to, like, rest her head on so she doesn't have to go down so far to get into the pose, which this helps her initially. But the lady is telling her, if there's something wrong, your body, body will usually let you know. Well, not too long after that, her body did let her know. So they were in the car. Kamal was driving her. She starts to feel this pain again. And then all of a sudden, here comes blood. Not good. So she goes to the hospital. This nurse comes in. And this nurse has no type of warm bedside manner. Okay, she's very cold, very short, very distant not somebody that you want to be taking care of you in this type of setting where it's sensitive, right? The the, the mood is you got to be extra careful, real sensitive to your patient. So Anna is looking at her and she's like, you look familiar. Don't I know you from somewhere? And she says, no, because I just transferred from Toronto. Are you sure? Y'all, she looks like she could be that lady in all black with the red accent. She just don't have the black wig on that's just me right so she's getting a little bit of information from Anna she decides to go ahead and do this ultrasound again in my head I'm like Anna is 12 weeks at this point aren't we past the point where we're doing vaginal ultrasounds can you not just do the wand on my belly and do it but I guess maybe if she's having a miscarriage then you may want to do a vaginal ultrasound right so she does the vaginal ultrasound when she goes in, Anna's like, hey, can I look at the screen? Do you hear a heartbeat? And she's like, Miss Alcott, I need silence to perform this procedure. Girl, really? Because usually you can hear the heartbeat if there is one, okay? You you can show me the screen. 
So maybe she, I gave her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she didn't want to show her the screen because she realized that there was no baby there at that point. And so maybe that was why she said that, but you didn't have to be so cold about it. So when she gets ready to pull the wand out, she's like, I need to go find a doctor. And y'all, she leaves this bloody ass wand on the, the machine. You don't even take the plastic tip off and throw it away with your gloves, with your little trifling self. So she claims that she goes to find a doctor. Anna ends up going to the bathroom and y'all, it's just a trail of blood leading up to the toilet it's so sad so heartbreaking so she's on the toilet and she's crying and she's crying and i'm like oh y'all just feel so bad for her um and so she gets done using the restroom and she looks back at the toilet to see if maybe she passed the baby in the t- <sighs> i'm sorry y'all if that's a trigger so She's sitting down on the floor, she's crying, and in her head she hears Saban singing this lullaby to her, and she's having all of these visions of what could have been with her and her baby, you know, playing with this little chunky baby, so cute, right? And so then she goes back to the hospital bed, the doctor comes in with another nurse, and now Dex has finally arrived. Where the F were you? And so he says that his phone was off, he was taking a nap, sir really so the doctor is talking to her and he's saying okay well we're gonna do an ultrasound you know just to make sure there's no other um fetal tissue there possibly and she was like no i just had an ultrasound done by your nurse nurse ivy and he was like ma'am the last time it says that you had an ultrasound done was about three weeks ago And she said, no, somebody named Nurse Ivy just did one in here. And so he was like, ma'am, this is a small community hospital. We basically know all of the staff, especially me, because I'm a doctor. So I work very close with all the staff here. And there is no Nurse Ivy here. And then we start to hear a heartbeat, (laughs) y'all. And I don't know if it's Anna's. I don't know if it was the fetal heartbeats that once was. But that's the way the episode ends. Who the F was that lady? Who was Nurse Ivy? Did she just finish the job? Like, what was happening? Y'all, I'm feeling some type of way about this show. (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if she's going to try to get pregnant again. I just, I don't know, y'all. I don't know. Anyway. Let me know what you think. Do you have any weird theories? How is this going to play out? Now, because we're just at episode two and she's lost the baby. So let me know what you think. You can reach me at me and you TV reviews on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also reach me at my TV reviews podcast without the S on the end at gmail.com. Y'all, I don't know what's happening. I feel like everybody is against Anna. Maybe Anna is hallucinating some of that stuff that she's clearly right because i forgot to mention that when she was at the award show and when she was accepting her excuse me her award she done saw dax in the audience kissing um the girl that was sitting next to her and then his deceased wife and then she started seeing mrs preacher with the horns and the dead lady that was in the bathroom y'all clearly we don't know what's real and what's not at this point but I also do feel like some people are out to get Anna. So we'll see. 
let me know what you think okay <laughs> that's all i have for now i love y'all i'm probably gonna have to do a a double feature at this point because i know the next episode is coming on tonight so excited to see where this is going okay that's all i have for now i love y'all so until we meet over the airwaves again i am mo and i will talk to you guys soon bye